It's time to step between the ropes. Try not to tap out. This is the Talking Into Submission Podcast. What's going on, guys? Welcome into the R&R studio. It has been a long, long time. We'll, we won't talk about the logistics. We won't talk about how long it's been. But we'll just get on subject right here. We are on the road to WrestleMania right now as we speak. Royal Rumble was this past weekend. Just complete awesome, awesome Royal Rumble. Probably one of the best I've seen in years. Get to the panel here in a second. David, you were actually here with me finally for once to sit down and watch a pay-per-view. What was your total thoughts overall with the Royal Rumble as a whole? Probably one of the best pay-per-views I've seen in a while. Just I think everything hit the points that it needed to. Absolutely. I I felt like it, you know, it hit everything it needed to, set up a lot of matches for Mania. Um, John, how how do you think it went? I, I feel like it was a total almost heel pay per view there for a little bit, and that has to make you happy. Oh, definitely. Um the heels really shined. Um, but no, in all honesty, that I mean when you're talking pay per views, that's probably the best put together pay per view in the last five to ten years. Um yeah, like you said, in the Royal Rumble match, they they set up a bunch of future matches. Um, I think you're going to possibly see, you know, maybe a Seth Rollins Logan Paul type thing, which would be good for Logan Paul and get that Seth Rollins rub a little bit. Um, and then the Bloodline storyline, uh, I think that's that's going along nicely. They they wrapped up some stuff. They uh, put some more things in motion. Um, all in all, great pay per view. Yeah, I mean, and that's go ahead, David. And that's really the beauty of the Royal Rumble is because you can, within that match, you can set up so many possibilities, dream matches. There's just so many, you know, f- there's just so much fantasy booking that goes on inside mm-hmm. of Royal Rumble. Absolutely, yeah. and I mean, you we see- unfortunately we've been without it here for a couple years, and it 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 worked great. It looked fantastic, I think. Um, but yeah, let's since that kicked off the night, let's talk about the Rumble a little bit. Um, obviously no surprise to anybody, Cody Rhodes wins, which honestly, great. I'm glad the crowd reacted to it the way they did. Um, mm-hmm. John talk about Logan Paul. How about the spot him and Ricochet had? Oh my goodness. Yeah, that was a crazy spot. I missed it live. I had to, I had to rewind it and kind of watch it again. Cause, uh, I heard that I was doing something. I heard the collision and I looked back and Ricky and, and Logan are laying on the mat. I'm like, what the hell just happened? I watched it again. That was that was amazing. I mean, kudos to them for not, you know, hurting themselves in a spot like that. You know, in those big spots, you're always worried about that. But um, definitely one of the moments we're going to talk about for for a while. Absolutely. Uh, it, the match as a whole, I thought it was good. Um, you should, like we talked about briefly. You know, you set up a lot of things: Logan Paul, Seth Rollins, um, the Lashley Lesnar thing. That that's going to continue. That'll be a more than likely another mania match, which I could watch those two behemoths fight. All oh yeah. Those are um, two very scary human beings. Put them in a hell in a cell, steel cage street fight. I'm, I'm there for it. Uh, as much destruction as, as possible with those two. You're almost um, going to have to do a gimmick match because I mean, some two guys that big, I mean, you know what I mean? You want to see him go. You don't want to see a two, three second match. So you're going to yeah, see some sort of, yeah. With that, um, I think I'd like to see stipulation wise prior to last man standing between those two. Oh, I like that. I like, I like that. It. I didn't even think about I that. Think, That's good thinking. 
I think with that, because there's been some rumblings of this on, you know, on the dirt sheets and things like that. I think with that, I think you could bring back the hurt business. Yeah. You give Lashley the win. It doesn't end clean. You have the hurt business come and interfere, whatever. Um, protects both the superstars. Um, and I, I, I think the hurt, bringing back the hurt business, I mean, let's be honest, they carried a lot of Monday Night Raw during that pandemic era. Um, the things they were doing was, was gold. Um, so I think you could bring that back and expand upon that. Maybe bring in some new blood into it. You know, maybe add in you know, the street profits. That's what I keep seeing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that would be a, that'd be a good move. I think, um, if not them, maybe hit row. Although I think hit row is getting enough momentum by themselves. I don't know if they need that. I, well, yeah, and it unfortunately they don't fit the the fit of the hurt business because like when yeah. I think hurt business, I think suit tie. You know what I mean? Yeah, Oof. yeah. So here's a question: You always want people to join factions. Who would you like to see join that if they were to bring it back? The hurt business. I think you keep the originals, Lashley. Yeah, absolutely. Shelton and uh, Cedric with MVP. Um, MVP's been with. Omos for a while, so you add him in, and then maybe add in another tag team. I because I think the reason I said the Street Profits, I think they're due for a character makeover. Yeah, I think I think their their gimmick now I think is kind of stale. They've been doing the same exact thing for for years and years, um, and they were over. They were over big time for a long time. Yeah, uh, you kind of see them get put on the back burner a little bit. They don't get that quite that pop like they use they used to yeah. you know um so i think they're definitely due for a character makeover absolutely currently on smackdown they're both in qualifying matches for the uh elimination chamber right and i would like to say that they would both win that and then you see a confrontation in the actual elimination chamber that leads to a split that's how i would do it yeah you could yeah because i, like I mean that. Montez Ford is is a bona fide superstar. Like he's yeah. he's gonna be he's gonna have to get a singles rub at some point. Yeah, he's he's due for a push, a singles push, I think too. Yeah, no, I I uh, like that idea, David. How you got totally? You got to think of something new for Dawkins because if right. not, that's going to be the end of him. Yeah, absolutely, because he. I mean, he. I feel like he's more of that persona than than Ford is. I think he could have a good singles run though. Yeah. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. Speaking of singles runs, who showed that they definitely deserve a humongous push is the current Intercontinental Champion and David, one of your absolute favorites in Gunther. I feel like he put on a heck of a show and a match within the match, him and Cody just going at it was amazing. Well, you have that and how the Rumble started to use him as number one and Sheamus as number two. Right. I would like to see them tie it off in the triple, you know, have that blowout match and the near 10 minute match that they had at the end where it really did keep you guessing. Like everyone was thinking like, Oh, Cody's coming back. He's going to win. It's pretty obvious, but they did it in a way where it kept you guessing until the very end, who was going to actually win, you know? Yeah. I think I almost called him Walter. I think, uh, uh, In the ring, he's freaking phenomenal. I've said this before. I know to Jeff, 
the whole Imperium shtick, and I'm not really about it. It doesn't do much for me. But watching him in the ring is, oh, man, I love I love every minute of it. I mean, he's, you know, big guy. Those those chops, man. Those, those oh, it hurts my chest just watching it. <laughs> that's what Cody was. Cody was on the bump the other day, and he was talking about him, and he said, "That's not a Ricky the Dragon steamboat chop." He said, "That is like a frying pan hitting you." He said, "And I'm not going to lie to you." He said, "I loved it." <laughs> so it was I, nice to yeah, see I him. To you, that Cody was talking to him before the match he's like i want you to hit me as hard as humanly possible <laughs> yeah just light me up <laughs> like you know i like, want to feel I'm it <laughs> like, in, like recovering from injury but you know what <laughs> just, just forget it light me up <laughs> hey if we're gonna go we're gonna test this thing right off the bat so just yeah i gotta out. see if it still works you know <laughs> get the blood flowing a little bit <laughs> oh man so what what's your thoughts? What's your guys' thoughts on uh, on the women's rumble? Um, I think it was neat to see somebody go wire to wire in the women's rumble. As mm-hmm. far as um, Rhea, I feel like I feel like she's she's gonna eventually, and I feel like she may even be there now. She may outgrow the Judgment Day, to be honest. Yeah, I think she benefits the most from being in Judgment Day. Yeah, she yeah. gets that, she gets to show that ruthless side of herself. Right, I think I think she was missing when she up from NXT. Um, I, I, she needs more of those, um, you know, brawl type matches. I think um, I think it fits her persona. Yeah. The, um, I think when her winning that Rumble, I think, well, at least to me, I I going in, I thought that she would win it. When she came out number one, I was like, eh, maybe they do the wire to wire. Um, but I, I wasn't sure. Because uh, you got Liv Morgan, who's another one that's getting a, a big push at, at this time. Um, so I wasn't sure uh, exactly how they were going to go about it. But um, I'm glad to see Rhea win. Um, but like you said, I could see her outgrowing the Judgment Day. Yeah. I really could. I mean, I, I'm loving the whole the prison dom stuff, though. That's funnier now. <laughs> yeah, that stuff is pretty funny. Um, when I was watching the Rumble and you have Rhea in there number one, Liv Morgan in there number two, I kind of saw, like, okay, they're going to go the distance because I really can't see anyone else winning it. It'd either be one of the two. Yeah. Um, that was currently in the roster, you know. So... I was like, okay, they're probably going to go to the wire. It's either one of these. I really wasn't sure who was going to win because it was just a big toss-up between the two. The only other the only other person I would throw in that to where they may have had an outside shot would have been Bailey. Yeah. I mean, you can't but not her. Yeah. And, and, you know, she's, she's gold anyway. Right. You know, she, yeah. Whatever she does is, is great. So, um, annoying. I think this character is annoying as hell, which – it's supposed to be right. But it's doing a job. But yeah, she makes it work. Yeah, no, she she definitely does. I and I feel like too, there was more like surprises in the women's rumble than there was the men's. I mean, the whole Michelle McCool spot was pretty neat. Like that was awesome yeah. to see. You know, they they showed her earlier on in the show, and they're like, "Oh, Michelle McCool's in the crowd," and all of a sudden she comes out at twenty five, and then th- <laughs> throws her hoodie and her cell phone to her daughter, and then yeah. jumps on the barricade. What's, what's funny about that is, I think it was you know obviously it's kayfabe at this point, 
Um, well, we know that now. Like, I think it was two or three days before that, somebody had uh, sent her a tweet saying, uh, are you going to be in the Rumble this year? And she said, no, I never got a call. You know, I thought I would at least get a call, but I never did. And when I saw her in the crowd, I was like, okay, yeah, okay, I, I see what's going on here. But- yeah. That's just, it was hysterical. And just to hear, you know, the commentators go back and forth about it. And, you know, one thing that I kind of, I saved a little bit was the fact of Pat McAfee coming back, which was hysterical. Uh, Just fantastic. Um, I really thought that he was going to be, like, when they announced it, he was going to be number one in the Rumble. It kind of confused me there for a minute. But nonetheless, he, you know, does commentary all night and does fantastic at what he does. Um, Love to see him... uh, do some more things. Actually, uh, Sean and I were talking about before we got on here that he, I, I'd love to see him because of how busy his schedule is. I'd love to see him at the main four, like WrestleMania, Royal Rumble, yeah. Survivor Series, SummerSlam. Like, I feel like he would be a nice add to that stuff. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, you know, must watch TV. So that kind of thing. Can we, uh, before we move on from the women's Royal Rumble talk? Absolutely. Can we talk about Piper Niven? <laughs> I love it. I love it. I, I wasn't too happy about Dewdrop. I, I liked her as, as Piper in NXT UK. I feel like she was a, she was just a badass character. I, I felt like that's good for her coming back that way. So, I mean, yeah. the whole Dewdrop thing, I was like, really? Like, they really went there. Yeah, that was kind of weird. Because she was really good in uh, NXT UK. And, you know, when she... Because she's extremely talented. She's definitely going to be a top star here soon. That I can definitely see that. Yeah. Um, maybe maybe a... Because uh, we're seeing a lot, a lot of, you know, newer factions popping up. You know, like Judgment Day. They have Rhea Ripley. Um, the... OC and uh, they they have me Yim. Are you are you so, thinking brawling brutes? Yes, I am. Yeah, exactly I, I like that. Be, yeah, that'd be some great stuff. Yeah, do you see her and Pete Dunne side by side? Oh Lord, <laughs> no, it's it's Butch. I yeah. know it's Butch. Butch. Jesus Christ, <laughs> it's, Butch. <laughs> it's Butch. Damn it, <laughs> Butch. But, and, you know, and then you have Nia Jax coming back at, at 30. That was a nice surprise. I thought she was done. Yeah, I I have a feeling that was just a one-off. You think? That's what I saw um, news articles referring to. Is it was just like a one-off thing, which is, yeah. which is good, you know? Um, unfortunately, like, if I don't know if you watched it live, but they kind of like, they had a technical error during the event, and it didn't pop up that she was coming out until the last <laughs> second. So it was like it was just a countdown clock with like one, and then it was like, "Oh, here she is." <laughs> uh, that Plus, does, that's mean, not good. You actually, like you actually like, watched watched her during her time in the mat. She did not look like she was in ring shape. She probably she nowhere near. I mean, you know what yeah. I mean. I don't. So I don't think she. The way she looked, I mean, there's one thing to be rusty and then whatever, but the way she looked, it didn't look like she was ready for another, another run. Right. So I, I, I really do. I think that was just a, a one-off. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I, I agree. I mean, I feel like it's, you know, it was a nice, nice to see them bring some people back. Like I said, there was a lot yeah. more. I feel like 
if you're going to compare the two between the men's and the women's, I feel like the women's get the slight edge. I mean, as far as like, as far as surprises and things of that nature and, and things like that, I mean, I don't know how you don't bring a couple superstars up from NXT. I mean, how is, you know, how is Breaker not ready? I mean, you want to get him out in front of everybody. I'm surprised he wasn't in the Royal Rumble because I would have definitely enjoyed. But well, honestly, I think they're about to call him up. You think? I think so. Because um, Vengeance Day is coming up. Yeah. I honestly think he's going to lose the title. To Waller? Uh, to Waller. I think it's a shot in the dark, but I think he would be a really good heel champion. You know what? I think that's what they need. He's, he's improved a lot, and yeah, Braun's been champion. I think he's basically done it all in NXT. You know, he can have a great match with anyone, but I think he is ready to go to the main roster. Plus, they're they're running out of of matches right now. Right? Yeah, and that's that's another thing. It's like who else are you going to put him up against? Yeah. I think Waller's you think he's a it. you think he's an after Mania appearance? Yes. Could be, could yeah. be. I don't know, but I would definitely see him coming up within probably this year. I'd yeah, say. maybe, maybe an Andre participant, maybe. Yeah, because they've done that. I just, I just know the second he runs up, comes up, he's just gonna run rush on everyone. Yeah, but yeah. he's he's got a thirty third and a third cent chance there, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you do that, if you put him in the Andre. You almost have to have him win it. Um, that would be something. And then you have, because if you put, you just throw him in there and he loses that battle royal, then that's like, oh, okay, another NXT guy. You know, yeah. Thought he was ready. You know, you know I think if you if you bring him up for, just for that match, that will win it. And then there's got to be something to where that turns into, whether it's a U.S. title shot or a intercontinental title shot, something to get him. In that picture. You don't want to kill this character. Right. I don't know. Who, like, who else would you like to see him drop the title to? I Honestly, right now, I don't think anybody else in NXT is ready except for Waller. I feel Besides like... Waller and I want to say uh, Car- Carmelo Hayes. I, yeah, like to see Hayes him. was going to be my, my next one, yeah. I could I could see him coming up too here, here recently. Um, yeah. But yeah, that'll definitely be... We'll have to do another one about, you know, closer to Mania, see what happens, you know, the mayhem after mm-hmm. Mania, that kind of stuff. Um, but I, the only other championship match that night was was Bianca and uh, and Alexa Bliss. I, I thought it was okay. I I still... It was, a, it was a kind of a short match. It was. Yeah. I, I'm still waiting for the payoff of Alexa and, um, you know, Bray Wyatt, and we'll get to that match here in a second. Um, but I, I thought they were going to do something. I thought for sure during the match. Yeah, I thought for sure too. Um, yeah. But I mean, it doesn't. You still get the craziness of Alexa of Alexa Bliss. It doesn't kill the character of Bianca Belair, which we found out on on uh, Monday that you know Rhea is going after Charlotte, which I think is a, a great um, a great stick, a great you know three year kind of thing where she's you know paying it full circle, coming back around. So I don't know, you know, who Bianca's opponent is. I mean, maybe maybe it is Alexa again, and maybe she's, you know, full back to crazy Alexa. Who knows? And that's what I said during the Rumble was, 
Rhea won it. She's definitely going out to Charlotte. She just came back, won the title. Right. They're going to set up that trilogy, you know, and she's going to win it at Mania. So I think, that's what I see happening. Yeah. I think with Alexa, I think her payoff comes at Mania. That's what I'm thinking, too. I like, think it's... Bianca. Yeah, possibly. When's the title total flip to being with Bray? Yeah. We'll just have to see who wins the Elimination Chamber match. Right. Yeah. For that, because it's a number one contender. Right. Yeah. And speaking of the Elimination Chamber match, I'm I'm honestly kind of glad they're going for like that mid-card belt Elimination Chamber. Yes, it, it gives us gives it some nice prestige. I mean, it doesn't take away from the fact that you just had a Royal Rumble to determine the number one contender. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You don't want to yeah. put the... I always thought that was a little crazy, putting the belt right back into the thing. Now, if... I always liked it when they did it, if whoever opposite, like if the WWE Championship was picked, then the World Heavyweight Championship would go in the pod. Like, that would make right. sense. You know, but... Well, you can't do that when you've unified both... Your- yeah, that's what I mean. That's And I'm glad they're putting you know, incentive on the mid card titles, you know, those are definitely a, a good, a good run now. And I feel like it with triple H's direction, I had a feeling those, those titles were going to mean a little bit more because he's a big mid card title guy. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. He's huge. He's huge on the intercontinental championship and, you know, and probably yeah. has a, a big say in why Gunther is, is the way he is. Um, but yeah. you know, Let's talk about one of the craziest <laughs> matches the entire night is the Mountain Dew pitch black match. <laughs> um Br- branded matches are always funny. It's like <sighs> I don't know, it's like the Slim Jim table slam or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> like I just I I don't I I don't know. It was cool to see Bray in that that way. I mean John, you coming from a Bray Wyatt uh, fandom? How did how did you yes. think about it? Uh, love everything that Bray does. Um, been a fan of his since he was the cult leader. Uh, <laughs> Eater of I worlds. Miss, I, I miss I miss those days. Yeah, uh, but um, I'm I'm digging the new character. I know a lot of people are kind of eh about it because it's been such a slow burn, right? Um, but I think I think the payoff's going to be worth it. Um, I'm really excited to see what happens with this whole Uncle Howdy situation. Um, I think that was one of the best spots of the night for me. Yeah, um, missed with, it by uh, a smidgen, but <laughs> yeah, with Rock. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. Look at the way the pyro went off. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I mean, honestly, you come from that height, you're going to hurt somebody. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but it was. I think that was one of the best spots of the night. Um, just the, the the pyro that went with it, you know, just the the moment. Just Uncle he, just, Uncle Howdy just appeared out of nowhere on top of this damn tower. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, well, it's rude. it's a little confusing because I I don't know like what's going on because like. Uncle Howdy one time is like with Bray Wyatt and then he's against Bray Wyatt and now he's with Bray Wyatt again. Like I don't understand. That's why I can't wait for the payoff. Yeah, that's true too. I think that's going to be your match in Mania. I think it's going to be Uncle Howdy Bray. Yeah, maybe that's a possibility. I think that's definitely his his niche is just like cinematic matches like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, weird as that. I don't even know. I can't remember what it was called. 
the match he had with the what was it, the Funhouse match that he had with uh, Cena. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Fire awesome Fire Five Funhouse. Yeah, that was awesome. As weird as it was, it was awesome. It was it was great. Yeah, it was yeah. great. Seeing NWO Cena, it was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> but Huskis, they had Huskis dressed up as Mr. McMahon or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> that was awesome. But I, I just, I, I tell you what, I, I hope they, and it seems like they did, and I hope they didn't. They kind of buried L.A. Knight a little bit, and I kind of hate that because I feel like he had the best promos in that feud going on there. I mean, yeah. his whole stick. Let me talk to you. Yeah, <laughs> like I just, I, I love it. Like it's awesome. I mean, I don't think you could bury someone like him. That's yeah. true too. You just give him a mic, and he's immediately just gonna yeah, just cut an amazing promo and get everyone back. You know, whether he's here or face or. Plus, I mean, yeah. it happened at the hands of Bray Wyatt. That's true too. This didn't happen at the hands of Gilbert. Gilbert. <laughs> I I I think LA Knight will be okay. Yeah, because yeah. I mean we we talked about it. David Knight, we we watched him in uh, TNA and absolutely loved him. Like he mm-hmm. just he same person, Eli Drake, same character. Like, <laughs> let me talk to you. <laughs> like yeah. that whole Max Dupree thing was stupid. stupid. It was I don't dumb. Know why they tried it? Like, just let LA Knight be LA Knight. Yeah, I mean that's you know that's. Yeah. <laughs> Let me talk to you. <laughs> but I, I yeah, I, I agree that's definitely been the been the nice stick of it. So let's uh let's get to the main event here, fellas. Let's let's talk about the actual main event of the night and the the championship match. Um first of all, great match, fantastic match. Um really good match all the way through. And just the payoff at the end, whew, man, I cinematic. I mean, it just, like um, like Cole said on Pat McAfee's show, he said, we didn't talk for 15 minutes. He said it was absolutely just silent. I The fact, just the way it went, the way they brought Sammy in, and uh, Roman stepped in front of him, and he didn't hit him yet, and you heard the crowd just gasp and go, <gasps> Oh, like you, they knew it was coming. Like it was coming. And then he finally hit it and that place erupted. I, I haven't heard a pop like that in years. Yeah, Sammy, Sammy's the most over right now. Yeah. I mean, you, yeah. I mean, people are loving it. Yeah. You have to put the belt on him. There's no way you don't. There, you have to split them. You have to, you have to split them. Yeah. I mean, or like, John, we've talked about multiple times. I do like the tag team angle. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of different. That's what I love about this storyline. It's it's so hard to predict. I mean, we all knew there was going to be a turn at some point, but was it going to be the bloodline turning on Sammy? Was it going to be Sammy turning on the bloodline? Was Sammy going to go back and team with Owens? You know what what was going to happen? Well, you got to throw Paul Heyman in that mix too. <clears throat> oh yeah, and we got we got that we got that situated. We knew. We now know who the term is going to be, um, but you've set up so many possibilities in the future. You can go with a Sammy versus Roman, right? You know, that would be cool. You could also do something with the Usos. We saw Jay Uso just walk out of the ring. You know, he does this whole social media thing afterwards. He says, "I'm out." Then he shows a picture of him and Roman in a match, and he says, "Run it back." He's, he's done a lot of that that type of thing. 
But remember, Jimmy and Jay still uh, hold both of the tag titles. Right. But in the Raw before, uh, before the Rumble, you saw uh, Jimmy get hurt during the match, and Jay and Sammy had to finish right. the tag. Technically, Sammy's won a match at the, for the tag team t- the Raw tag team titles. Right. Maybe you split it up that way, kind of run some kind of storyline with Sammy and Jay on Raw and Jay and Jimmy on SmackDown and they're feuding. I, you could go so many different ways with that. Uh, that's, and that's what I love. That's why the storyline's one of the best right now on TV. Yeah, I mean, because you could have it that way and have Sammy and then you could also have Sokoa have the other one. You know what yeah. I mean? And then you have both sets back because it, it seems like they're they're trying to split them because at Raw 30... They had the Raw tag team titles were up, and I thought for sure they were going to drop them to Dom and and uh, yeah. Balor, but they did not. Um, I thought for sure that was going to be a thing. Um, and then this tag team uh, tour. But yeah, I think, I think honestly, I think Strowman and Ricochet. I think that's a good tag team to to win it. I mean they. They've shown, and they showed a little bit in the Rumble, too, that they're going to be a good team, and I feel like those two definitely deserve some type of, you know, title run of some sort. Ricky needs a title just plain out and simple. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he's had, you know, he's had the Intercontinental, but, I mean, that's that's Prince Puma we're talking about here, man. Come on. I think you can have really good opportunity with, like, odd couple tag teams, you know. Yeah, because you really haven't had one, and I, I like it. I like those two, you know. What was the last? What was the last odd couple tag team that we've seen? God, um, was it was it uh the Golden Book? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I don't even remember if that was their actual name, but you guys knew exactly what I was talking about. Yeah, we yeah. did. We did. Um, honest. I mean, before they were. I mean, honestly, RK Bro. Before they were a, a tag team. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, then you had Strowman and, and Nicholas. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> Strowman and Nicholas. <laughs> um, so, one thing I'd like to say about the main event, going back to that, um, probably one of my favorite moments from it is before the start of the match, you just see. Kevin Owens on top of the ropes, just staring a hole through Sammy, uh, through Sammy, Sammy Zane, because he's not even looking at Roman. He's looking straight across the ring to Sammy, like, "Hey, man, you gotta, you gotta do something." You yeah, know? you gotta pick a side here. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. The, the way they booked the end of the match w- was great because that doesn't. Is that here's another possibility? Just Sammy and Kevin get get back together. Yeah. You know, so there, there's another, there's another possibility. But the, um, the fact that the crowd was completely silent, like that's something we haven't seen in a while. And then, mm-hmm. of course, the "fuck you" Roman chance that was pretty cool. Yeah, yes, that was that was a great moment. <laughs> I mean, that's just that's just the crowd getting into it, and it's funny because I'm sure the production guy was like, "Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit!" Yeah. <laughs> Wait, we can't do this. <laughs> I'm gonna talk. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, they were just like trying to turn the dial, and they're like, "Shit, shit, 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 shit!" <laughs> it's getting louder. 
And that's one thing you've got to love about a crowd and how it can change and how enveloped everyone is in this story, you know. Because honestly, this whole storyline is one of the best they've had in years. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Hands down. So, I mean, I I just, I, I like I said, I'm curious to see where it goes. Um, I, And, you know, you have to look at the big picture here. I mean, the next pay-per-view is in Canada. I mean, that's, so you've got Owens and Zane front and center. I mean, that's. Yeah. I, the only thing is we know how, well, I know it's a new regime, but we know how WWE usually is with championship matches in, in somebody's hometown. If if you're if you're from there and you're in a championship match, you're probably going to lose. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. The way I see it, if I could book it, if you do want to do Sammy and Owens for the tag titles, it wouldn't be, you know, it'd be the Usos, but it would be Jimmy and Solo. Because I think Jay's. Yeah, I think, part. yeah, I think Jay's out. Yeah. And then Jay makes his decision there. You know what I mean? Yeah, he I wants think to that would be their side. Yeah. Yeah. I, they had, what was it, a couple years ago, they had the tag team elimination chamber match, which was sweet. Like, that was cool. Like, yeah. You yeah. just add the people in there. I mean, that's that's pretty cool. Um, but I do think this is the last Elimination Chamber that we see, um, pay-per-view-wise. Because from what I'm hearing, Trip is trying to get rid of the gimmick uh, pay-per-views. Which honestly makes sense. Because, I mean, you you know, you want those matches secure. Like, I know he yeah. definitely wants to take away the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. Because how do you end a feud? Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like... The match should should set the stipulation, not the you know the pay per view. Like, right. oh, we're in a hell cell. We have to do hell in a cell, right, or whatever. It should be what the feud leads up to, right. You know, mm-hmm. and that's a lot more natural way of doing it than say, no, we got hell in a cell in about three weeks, so we're just going to throw these two random people in there. <laughs> yeah, you know. The only gimmick pay per view that I actually you know like is the elimination chamber because I think it is something bigger than you know say a hell in a cell or or something like that i i don't mind that gimmick pay-per-view um but yeah the the tlc one and get, get, get the fuck out of here and then the other the what was it hell in a cell yeah i mean extreme money. rules you could probably still do put the money in the bank match back on mania yes absolutely um because i mean honestly what you could do now too with two nights, you do the men on one night and the women's on the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's how crazy would that be? Somebody go in and freaking the men's would be first night and somebody the second night somebody come out and cash in. Like that'd be insane. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, there's there's a lot of ways to book it, but I I I just think like we mentioned multiple times, it was a great pay per view. I'm excited to see um, what the elimination chamber has to has to offer and we'll you know we'll talk about that and we're definitely on the road to WrestleMania. Um any final thoughts on on anything, David? Like I said, it's just one of the most entertaining pair views I've seen in a good while. And definitely a lot more eyes on WWE now because of what's what happened there, you know. Exactly. John? WrestleMania better bring it because that's going to be a tough, tough bar to to top there uh, with the Royal Rumble. Um, great, great card through and through. 
um, a lot of big moments. Um, but, you know, they're just setting the expectations higher for WrestleMania, so they, they better deliver. Yeah, I mean, and I, I think, you know, we'll get to it when we get there, but I feel like you're almost going to have a reemergence of the draft again after after the, uh, yeah. after the uh, Mania, because, I mean, you have to, especially if you decide to, you know, split them. I mean, and like I said, we haven't even talked about the biggest thing yet, and that's Cody possibly bringing back the Wing Eagle. I mean, that hits me right in the heart, man. <laughs> like, yeah. So, I mean, that's a, that's another thing. So, I mean, that's that's something we'll get to, and, you know, later on down the road. You guys have any predictions on what the card is going to be for Mania? Like, I mean, we know one, two matches, obviously, at this point. Yeah, <laughs> two matches. But, uh, yeah, no, I mean, that's definitely something we can we can look forward to in the next uh, next couple weeks here and, you know, get closer and closer. And then, obviously, we'll have the uh, Hall of Fame announcements here soon, which I, I always love hearing. So, it'll give us something more to talk about after that. But, yeah, guys, I mean, just on the road to WrestleMania now. And uh, hopefully hit one again before Elimination Chamber. But if not, we'll be one after Elimination Chamber and do an aftermath of that. So, as always, you know, if you want unbiased wrestling opinions, then you come to the right place. Come listen to three guys that just bullshit about wrestling. Come to the right place again. <laughs> I mean, John, you didn't go rogue on me this time. I was kind of disappointed. Um, you're kind of... I'm in a good. I'm in a good mood today. Okay, you're kind of out of out of uh, practice. I think that's what it is. So I mean, I, I think I just poked the bear for the next episode. But... <laughs> First one back. I didn't want to. I didn't want to kill you too much, bro. Oh, well, I appreciate that. <laughs> I didn't want to bury you on our first episode back. Oh yeah, don't you want to carry that golden shovel around? Just, you know. So, <laughs> but guys, as always, thank you for listening, and we'll catch you next time.